And I mentioned that so that you could actually read what is poisoning you and taking you over with cancer. It's the back part of the book with about 60 pages. I thought I'd just read it today, read some of it. But it's very difficult for me to read. It is difficult because, well, if you listen to my programs, you know, I can read fairly well, but not really good enough, as if to make it look like it's real and and not reading. I can't help that. You're going to see that I'm going to be reading, and the soul isn't there when I'm reading. The words are being put together for me, even though I put those words together for myself. The editor kind of screwed it up a little bit here or there. So, um, I want to say this quickly. I want to get on with the program about cancer. And this will be the last day, I think. But I'll be reading something, and I have trouble reading it. Because it's not my thoughts anymore, even though I wrote it. I like it fresh, but forgive me. I have been able, I've had an intellect. It disappeared. You can hear it in my, when I read it to you. And I feel almost a little awkward to do it. But the beauty of me speaking from my heart as it comes is different. It doesn't matter about the the commas and all the, the additional things that you do, you know, equal this and equal that, whatever it is. The sp when the Holy Spirit speaks, it, ca it can't be put on paper, because when you put it on paper, it doesn't make any sense. But when you read it, see, it, the emphasis is in words, and where the words are coming from. You can actually destroy, the, the, uh, ignore Grammar. Ignore it. If you try to put it back in grammar, word for word, you couldn't understand a word of it. So, bear with me, please. The subject matter tonight, I'm going to read. And every now and then, I probably I can't help but give in to intuition. Because it isn't in the voice. I, when I'm reading it, it's not real. Not to me. But look at the difference. Let me try. The subject matter is the last six few pages of Cure Stress. I don't think you should buy any of my books. It's enough just to listen. The emphasis and the um, somebody going over it, making sure that the comma is here 
etc., etc. So it's not the same. Reading is intellectual, and the intellectual is the knowledge of good. You can say so many wonderful things and make it long as a big book when you could say it in 10 minutes. But tonight, maybe, I'll make the point. I'll do the best to put emphasis where it belongs. But you won't, you'll just see it's just not real. So the not real Roy, who wrote the not real, <laughs> the intellectual aspect of the book, you'll see, I'm so glad to have having lost all of that and and be left with uh, eight, uh, 800 words of basic English, which is absolutely sufficient to make it all so beautifully beautiful. So here I go. It's entitled, The Oncology of the Unholy Spirit. You may like this. Who knows? I'm, we're going to be talking in a minute. I hear the music creeping up and behind. Am I correct? Here we go. I'm Roy Masters. I'm going to read the best way I can, but I shall pepper it with whatever comes to my heart. foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, if you're just coming in just now, I beg you to go to my website, fhu.com, and make sure you hear the opening of this, because the opening has just passed. I am going to read from my own book. It's Cure Stress. I was talking about the last 60 pages. I am reluctant to, to read this because I wrote it when I was an intellectual. I wrote this 50 years ago. I don't like what I saw. It's too complicated. But listen to it. Let me see if I can make it work. The subject matter for my book. I don't advise you to get it. Just listen to me and I'll put it back together again. I can see where it's... I hope I can see. I can't guarantee that. Let me go on. Otherwise I won't be able to get done. The subject matter is the oncology 
the oncology of the unholy spirit. There is a spiritual, psychological reason why the survival of rate of two people in the same poisonous environment differs. The angry person absorbs noxious poisons while the balanced individual developed their natural resistance. Anger and resentment separate you from your indwelling good and open the door to the uninvited nature whose comfort lies in poison. So far, so good. The drug addict is absorbed into an environment of poison as well as with obnoxious noxious people providing it for their security in brackets. In this light, it will be wise to take another look at all the forbidden foods you can't resist and know that are bad for you. There's going to be a long list of carcinogenic junk foods. You compulsively shove down your gullet to assume, to assuage, I should say swage anxiety wherever you're frustrated and upset cancer of the colon stomach some everyone food can serve to energize the good nature in us or the other economic ego my I can't write my own words ego my nature our relationship with food becomes carcinogenic when it is used as a drug. This is to say that we tend to get into food as a form of comfort and security the way a drug addict does. In this fashion, food fails to nourish your body and instead serve the God in your soul. See, to serve good in your soul if you do it right. The seductive chemistry of forbidden food fuses your ego to your body on a cellular environmental lever, changing your soul's pattern of growth from the true master's builder's direction. Habits are different forms of self-abuse. In certain regions of Africa, a steady diet, a diet of vegetables and grains ensure that the inhabitants enjoy one-tenth the rate of colon cancer in the West. And in other locations in Africa, I've been there, liver cancer is 18 times higher than in Great Britain. In Japan, the stomach cancer rate is 11 times United States in those days 50 years ago. And in the United States, the colon cancer is 20 times that of living in certain parts of Africa. So what is your poison? You may realize that you are on a terrible diet, but find yourself unable to recognize what, is good, what a good diet is. Which of the 5,000 different diet schemes can you trust and follow? And even if you found the perfect diet, you would be not able to follow it and stomach for it's good for you. So you see the problem. Do you see the problem? 
Like any addict, the alien self is addicted to the forbidden fruits. The various tonics of environmental securities in the form of mind-numbing carcinogenics. Carcinogenic. I didn't say that right either. See, I messed my own writing. Essential to the construction of its rebellious existence. And now there comes another uh, heading. Immortal Beloved. That's what, it, that's what I wrote 50 years ago. All growth requires stimulation signals, whether internally positive or tragically traumatic. Cellular growth is the end product of a long, complex process of decisions, which are really not decisions, both psychological and physical. There is only so much the body can do to throw off the wrong reactions and defend itself from deliberate exposure to toxic human and chemical elements. And sooner or later, it will adapt to the stress source for survival. And then the first renegade immoral cell appears. Cancer cells develop as a result of a series of multiple steps that could be described as Darwinian mutation. A repeated round of traumatic mutations followed by a selection of the renegade cell. The, the mutant cell must bear the genetic blueprint of the overshadowing, overshadowing deformed master builder spirit to which it has conformed. Mankind is easy made in the image of God, is indeed made in the image of God. Mortal, by the way, the first man's falling away and seeking elusive status such as God might have otherwise. He, Adam, might have truly body and soul perfect and immortal. Alas, the spirit of seduction that we inherit is mortal and belatedly eternal. Bearing witness to the governing overriding spirit, the mutant soul buries witness in flesh to the disheveled alien image of paradise lost. Wherever tumors emerge, they take on the appearance of alien life forms, the unseen and the uninvited that entered through the portal of the rebellious spirit and which through stealth begin their program of destruction from within. Evil cannot create original human to serve as its purpose. On earth as it is in Hades, the best it can do is to seduce and take over God's creature and express its immortal will through that stolen form. Mutant cells are immortal, while normal cells are not. Normal cells, when placed in a petri dish of nutrients, will double the number of times and then slowly die. But mutant cells will double without limit. 
and without design and never die representing as I believe the infernal immortality of the ominous presence it represents tumors form themselves are not foreign behaviors they have formed from the same material used by the body to construct its own tissues the jumbled mass of biological disorder cannot be cured by medicine alone the cure rise getting all your ducks in a row the first duck is a right attitude which is to say standing with God a submission to his will to cast out the imposter the external factors affecting your health lifestyle diet and environment while they play an enormous role in determining the onset of disease and its in and its location by themselves can at least only delay demise however there is an exception while the environment is essential cancer while the advance I'll say it again while the environment is an essential cancer causative, causative factor is see I'm reading my own it's difficult to read my own stuff the two intellectual forgive me for saying that but maybe you're an intellectual you can get it see I don't uh, I don't cater to intellectuals I just like the words that come to me anytime and it doesn't come from me it comes through me see I'm at living now see forgive me but see let me go back cancer does not necessity not necessity <laughs> cancer does not necessitate spiritual character factor for the more balanced and more innocent the person a change of circumstance diet and some medical intervention may affect a cure you see uh, don't you how its stubbornness and unrepentant attitude can lock a person into various poisonous lifestyles we are all sooner or later immersed in lifestyles of others personally i was forced to work in a sweatshop as a lad of 14 years of age in an environment of filthy language and foul air polluted by cigarette smoke the person of my awareness conspires to escape an environment like that but even if unable that environment would not have purposely or permanently as affected me as much as those kind of people who spawned it the various plagues that have raged the human race from time to time did not kill everybody appearance age or personality never revealed the noble ones deserving sub survival it is also a mystery as to why some people can receive this kind of message with joy and others with anger and disbelief the predisposition to cancer that runs into families may have very little to do with genetics per se You've got to make sure that is important more likely 
It is the environmental invite. Let me say it again. I'm reading it more lightly. It is the environmental transfer of identity through a seductively cruel and unhealthy emotional climate, like your parents, etc., etc., etc. A young girl may take on the identity of an overbearing mother, for instance. And to the degree that the transference is completed, to that degree, she will have exactly the same symptoms, cancer or any other identity-based illness. Identity-based, right there. Identity-based. You extend, extend you're the extension of your mother's identity and inherit identity-based illness like I'm dealing with cancer. So let's put it there. And even if the transfer of identity is imperfect, you may have experienced the vague feeling that you're going to die at a certain age and from the same malady as your parents, your parent died of. Earlier, I suggested that the reason why medicine needs to destroy the immune system in order to cure the cancer is because the patient's compromised immune system has been occupied or corrupted to serve the alien identity lurking in the unconscious. Wrong choices and many denials introduce repeated rounds to mutation, ending in circular or cellular oncology of the Holy Spirit. Discovering that one has a terminal illness such cancer, it ought to be the grounds for a wake-up call and a reality shock. The difference between those whose cancer goes into remission permanently and those who go from bad to worse regardless of apparent heroics is unable to cover, unwillingly to face the truth of the secret of failing life. Most people would rather be dead than admit they're wrong. Denial is the first, is the last and worst decision that such a person or such people could ever make. Every attempt to hold up the truth to people in denial is like holding up a cross to a vampire. If you ask me what the mystery is concerning those who turn the light and, and those who continue towards darkness and death. I would tell you that I do not know the answer. The choice does exactly what it is meant to do. Choice gives Adam's progeny their choice, their way out, the opportunity to be saved by the grace of God who made us or to continue eating the forbidden fruits choosing to sustain and inherit delusion, sustaining that ego status such a God might have. The ego sees itself as the center of everything. A God always, never wrong, no matter what it does. Fallen from God's love and having no life force of its own, it seeks power and glory and the enslaving worship of others. 
beware of those self-centered, self-serving souls as they lie on their deathbed. Only those who come close to such a person can know what it's really like and how they have a subtle schism way of aggravating servitude and sucking the life force from those around them. Those timid souls who sacrifice themselves seeking that brownie button of approval are in grave danger. So are those who live under circumstances where they're compelled to submit to syrupy, sweet tyranny. Children mostly die from different forms of cancer, leukemia, doting parents, not as sweet as they appear. Cancer personalities have no life force of their own. They acquire life force by seducing those around them from God's light to see them as that light and in doing so cause them to give up their vital forces. A demanding mother, for example, who succeeds in eliciting a lifelong compulsive servitive attitude, servitive from her daughter, can transfer malignant personality of her offspring before she dies, leaving behind the hell's replacement. Now we have another um, well, here's another beginning. Cellular multiplication winning through intimidation. That's the headline. Have you? This is my book. I don't. I suggest you don't buy it. It's intellectual. It may, but if you're an intellectual, it might be good enough to bring to bring you to it. So, the intellectualness of it may rub off something that's intuitive, which I try to do with the book anyway. So let me begin again. I'm reading. I hope you can bear it. I don't like to read. It doesn't have any, sp it doesn't have any spirit in it. Well, I know that. But maybe it's, you know, it's maybe it's, it, you could hear me where you might not. Otherwise, and you know, because you weren't ready for me to, live, to let me hear, to hear me speak ad lib. That's what I love to do. It's because real comes from me, through me. Okay, let me go back. Have you ever experienced tyranny, living with a despotic, overbearing, manipulating spouse, lover, father, or brother, perhaps? If you have, you have experienced the frustration of giving in for peace and never finding it. Instead, you find yourself feeding your life to the tyrant, empowering him or her to torment you even more. Perhaps you did not succumb to the appeasing tyrant, but you observed the dominating personality rewarding others for their servility. What happens between people is precisely duplicated in our body when the intimidating renegade mutant cell first appears amidst your member cell. The intimidating domination or dominant mutant 
causes the surrounding selves to overreact and therefore give up their life force for it. Now, I'm just stop there for a minute. When you get upset, now I'm going to do a little, uh, I'm going to just get away from this, 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 um, this yeah, I'm losing, losing my words, excuse me, but I've got to get away from this for a minute. Let me read it again. The intimidating, dominant, muting, mutant. That's a mutant self. Causes the surrounding cells to overreact. You see, because your reaction, your emotions, emotions, and giving yourself, now I'm going to ad lib, emotions, emotions, emotions. The more you get emotion, the more you give your life as an appeaser to the bully. And though the bully is eating you, literally eating you. And you are emboldening that. And letting the person is, is, is degrading you, giving him pleasure at your expense. But you can't help it. It's a compulsion. You can't write that down. So let me go on. So let me go on. So what happens between two people precisely duplicated in, in our body? when the intimidating renegade first appears amidst the member cell. Because the member cells have the cells Alright. So you see, the reason that you are now more subject to to die. The reason is is because you have been giving your life force to the bully. It might be the, the original bully. It might not be. It could be any kind of bully that takes the place of the bully. So your father, man, might be another person who's just as bad. It's just as bad as your father. Maybe worse. And upset you. And, and when you get upset, the word upset makes a very simple point. It means upside down. And those you are not getting life from God, you're getting a life from the person who's upset you and subjected you and took you away from the way of life by your reaction to it because you can't serve two masters and survive. You will choose one or the other. But in this case, it's not a choice. It's a compulsion from the day you were born. I keep saying it. And you can't, fo you can't find your way out from it. You have to... So if, if you want to run away from your, your husband or you want to run away from your wife, you're going to go, what you're going to do is run away in hoping to, to get somebody to love you. And the same thing happens again. They will love you as long as you give yourself into them. And no matter how, you can do it a hundred times, it'll be the same thing. You, could, you don't know what to do. And, the, 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 and all of a sudden you might become so disgusted and broken and angry 
that you might become one of the people themselves who live off other people, doing unto others what was done to them. Look at the difference between me and, re and reading. Let me go back to reading. So what happens between people is precisely du uh, duplicated in our body. And the intimidation renegade mutant first appears amidst to your members' cells. You see, you've given your energy, you've given your cells the energy to the person who's hungry for it. The only way you can cure that hunger is from God. It's enough already. You get it. Your fulfillment is not from another person who is above you like a God. And you look to them and give yourself to that person hoping that you'll be loved back. And damned if you get it because it in increases your desire to give yourself up. Okay. I hate this reading stuff. But anyway, you can see the difference, can't you? The intimidating dominant mutant causes the surrounding cells to overreact because it can. See, the, the intimidating dominant mutant cell causes the surrounding cells that are weak, I'm adding this, to overreact and give it themselves up to the body of that form. There are two-way transfers occurring here. The intimidating personality while causing a reaction in its hapless victim cells implants its foreign agenda while at the same time sucking up the power from the victim. The victim's loyalty is converted and becomes the extension of the mutant personality changing into a mutant cell. In other words, your cells, when they react, cells are like individuals. I should put it in here. It's not in the book. But cells are, uh, have a certain way. In other words, your cell, your, the cells that give you strength and life, take the identity they, they have lost. Their, when you lose your confidence, your cells also lose their confidence. And the cells will, because of your lack of confidence, your doubts. It reflects into the cells. Exactly. Mind affects that. And the cells, instead of eating them, the bad guys, the bad guys, they let themselves be eaten because they have no power behind them. Do you understand that? It's not in my, in my book. I have to say it. I can't go on like this, just reading. So, while causing a reaction, its helpless cell goes on with its foreign agenda, and it gives itself to the bully. The, the, the energy of the bully is now the energy 
of the cell in the feeble person in the feeble person our feeble little creatures let's call it that that allow themselves to be eaten you know you do you do this yourself you 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 allow yourself to be overcome and be destroyed and give yourself to all the wrong gods whether they're your father the butcher the baker the candlestick maker if you're an appeaser looking for love you're going to die and and there's nothing that can cure you nothing except confidence but where do you find confidence where do you find confidence oh dear the victim's loyalty is converted and becomes the extension of the mutant personality and changing it to a mutant cell a tyrant cancer on society is merely the macrobosm of which the body politic is a reflection i guess that's it that's all it said so what do you think i'm halfway through the book i feel relieved that i don't have to speak it anymore but this is what i wrote and those who looked through it for grammar kind of messed with it and took some of the the sweetness out what will make it they take commas and things like that that are, you see i can't make a book without having uh, good people to be able to to do what i lack in my education and it is all there is to it but when i was reading to you just now i was hoping you could begin to understand that cancer is a strange creature and it lives and you know, it lives off your dying your immune system is is a is the extension of your confidence you see how many of you are appeasers please give me a call 800-866-8883 800-866-8883 and if you have cancer you may want to have a discussion with me and all i'm going to be telling you is is very simple it's so simple now let me just come back to something that is ad lib what you heard is what i wrote and i think it's more junk it's not as clear as when i speak to you intuitively and so let's go over again because we got some time if you if you have cancer 
please, maybe if you have the courage to pick up the phone, you are scared of me. There's something in you that is terrified of all the things I say, whether it's ad lib or from a book. I've got both forms. Do you have cancer? Do you have what I try to explain that makes you accessible to cancer? It is, what is it? What do you think? Can you remember what I said? It's appeasement. Appeasement. You know what my appeasement is? I don't, let's change the word. But I owe my life to him that created me in my image. In his image, I should say. That is the love, the, the source from within you. But when you react, here it comes. Nice and simple. When you come into the world, let's start there. Always I start there because not everybody hears me every day. But it doesn't hurt to keep saying it every day. So when you come into the world, here's the, here's the beauty of it. It's a different, it's the opposite to what happened to Adam. He was dis disconnected from God. Disconnected, bang, just like that. Subject to the woman. And therefore, it was meant because you have done this, Adam, you will be in, enjoined, emboldened into the woman as one flesh. And that's what a man is. is the woman is a woman, but a man is part woman and part man. And that is dangerous relationship because the man owes his existence to the woman, so it seems but it ain't so. And therefore looks for love. Now animals can have sex and not be guilty. But human beings have become animals in conflict with this human. And the conflict is caused by being born. Yes, being born to Eve who's never had a day of love. There is no love in the world. It's very rare that you find a man Jesus-like. And your preacher isn't the one. No, you're not. You're the image of the God. The, the God and the, the Spirit dwells within you. You don't need to ask anybody to teach you. It's all there in the scripture. You unfold like a flower. You see. So when you come into the world, you are subject to the woman. But if you're a man, you're part woman. And you do, so you don't, your, your relationship is with her, not God, when you come into the world. If you could come into the world as a baby, and then be able to speak up to your mother. Hey, mom. What are you playing with me? 
You're loving me too much. That's not love. You can't do that. The children recognize it, though. It's, it's all about presence. Not present presence. Presence as a person, as a being. And that being is in heaven. And it, so you have intuition from the being in heaven, which is clear if you understand that re redemption is lying in wait for you. It's everything's backwards, see? It, but it's going back to God. And so if you can recognize your lust to the woman, thinking that the woman will give you love, she needs to love the hell out of her. You need to have love the hell out of her. Love the hell out of her. That's what you can do. Love the hell. But what you're doing is loving the hell in her. And you'll get worse. And you become a bully to get your sex or an appeaser. Which one are you? See, I'd, to hell with the book. And to hell with the reading. I live it. And so, don't buy my book. If you can listen to me every night, it's inexpensive. You can support me if you want to. I do this because I love it. I love what I do. I love helping you. It's beautiful, but it doesn't feel like anything. It's no feeling. It's simply I just get up in the morning and do it. Hither and thither. It's just beautiful to be able to just be present on the radio, in person. And what's coming through me is missing in men and loving women. Because even if I don't know who you are, where I'm coming from is love. But there's not love from Roy. There's not, I'm, not the, I'm just only the agent of love. Not the same. I, I can't attribute this. Any good that comes from this from me. You must not look to me this way. You must not look at me. Just be, oh, I see what he's saying. Oh, I have my intuition. I had that when I was a baby. I had that when I was a kid. I had that when I saw my parents crazy. But they couldn't see they were crazy because the extension. And mother is the extension of her mother. And her mother is the extension of grandma. And grandma is the extension of grandma, grandma, grandma. And the, and the grandma that's there then, in s centuries ago, still a grandma, still a woman. Same thing is happening all over the world. Everybody's suffering depending upon whatever is around that can, can confuse them and confound them. And you can become a cannibal. You can become a Hitlerite. You can become a basis. You can be made into anything hell wants from you.
is a person saying, Roy Masters, I have cancer. I'm talking to hundreds of thousands of people. And hundreds of millions of people are going to die from this kind of cancer. But it is very easy to cure it. Let me say it. It is easy to cure it because it has only one origin, only one aspect of something. And that aspect is the degeneration of your relationship with the Creator as you come into the world. When you come into the world, you cannot help. It is not your fault that your mother is faulty and your father is a failure and, and does not go to understand spirituality. You go to go to church, you can go to the synagogue, and you will not find it there. You will die with verses and chapters looking at somebody standing on a podium, reading to you, you stupid fool. You're demoralized. Demoralized. You do your best to be not demoralized, you are moral as much as you know. But what you don't know, even if you're having a decent, halfway decent family and happiness, as long as you are the appeaser and light-hearted and friendly and stuffing the resentment down you've, for feeling what you are and not really showing it and being laughing and joking, and everybody loves you, and that's what is, and therefore you're beginning to get a sense of worthless worth. A sense of worthless words. You see, you can be happy, you can be generous, and all the rest of it, but what's looking, what is, is all behind this, is a sense of worth. You cannot. So I'm talking to you, not with a sense of worth, but with worth. Now that worth is not mine. If it was, I'd die. If I took that and cured you, and made you better for a little while, because it wouldn't last. Because it's not coming from, the, it's not coming from God, it's coming from me. I want you to be careful not to put me on a pedestal. Can you grasp that? I'm just an ordinary man, but extraordinary, just like you could be. Can you understand the simplicity of this? Can't you see that ca cancer is a cell, and a cell that's representing the appeasing mind, the appeasing mind. And so if you close your eyes and say nice things to yourself and try to have images that are positive, positive. Yes, it does happen. A little bit. 
the more you do it, there's, there is something in the mind that is able to create more resistance to the world around. But it can't hold on to it forever because it's already losing ground for getting energy, getting, how can I say it? Yielding to your husband, yielding to everybody to make them happy and being wonderful in, a, in giving things. But the worst you think you're giving for is looking for love in all the wrong places. And the more you give, the more you have to give. And the more you give, the more that ex gift is, is accepted, the weaker you become. And the, and the person's or person is energized and becomes stronger. And they can watch you. You can watch your wife die and not know. And But she knows it, but she can't talk about it. She can't. It got to a point where she has to accept it, her future, and want to die as best way she can. Never ever understanding what's killing her or him. So I can tell you, I know several people. I know certain people who are in the movie business, very powerful and my fr some of my friends. I haven't spoken to these people I'm reserving for many, many years. But this, I can just remember, if you don't mind me saying so, as long as I'm not using, I'm not using names. But simply, I've seen it. She was a wonderful woman. She was light-hearted, friendly, all the rest of it. You couldn't have a nicer lady. But she's dying from cancer. Her husband is, got his head buried in his work. And all he wants to do is work and work and make pictures and movies. And ignoring her. And not realizing that and doesn't care. All he needs is just to do it and become glorious. And she is angry because she doesn't get a little bit of attention from her husband. He hasn't got it. He's getting it from the world. How many of you are rich and, and you, your, your wife is a nice lady and jolly and friendly? But I watched that woman die. She was getting it. She was, she was beginning to understand it, but I can't be there all along. But I'm living uh, a thousand miles away. And all of a sudden she just gasped her life. life and she could have lived. The husband didn't care. He really didn't. It looked like he cares. He he knew me well enough to know what he was doing. I don't want to don't talk to him anymore. He let her die. Because she got frustrated. He doesn't make it. At least she needs love. But he didn't have it. So he turns his back on her. And that reaction 
opens up the door. You see, when you get upset, you fall away further from God. And the more you fall away from God, the more you will fall away from God. And that's called appeasement. Covering it all up. I believe if... I believe there was a... Let me see. Um, I don't know. In Reagan's days, perhaps it was. He was the most beautiful man. And he was absolutely just wonderful. He was dying. Yeah. I know another person who just recently, I think it's William something, who was very funny and his, everybody loved him. I wish I could remember it, but do you, you could remember it. It's not only about a couple of years ago. He was very funny. Everybody loved him. It made them feel better. And they paid him a lot of money. But you see, the reason why he was so funny and he's developed his that skill to make everybody happy, to make everybody laugh. It's because there's something wrong with him when he was a kid. And he finds out that he has this skill and make everybody laugh and make everybody happy. And he becomes a slave. When he feels like he's becoming a slave because there's only so much you can do this. You can only give yourself this way, this way and you get all the hoorays and encouraging you to play that role. As if you ha were a very important person. Like God, everybody loves you. That's a horrible death. Looking carefully into that person, you would see something only after he died. He had divorced twice as an alcoholic and he hung himself. Why would he hung himself? Because he couldn't help giving himself to you. Giving himself to you. Everybody, hooray, hooray, how wonderful he is. Everybody wants to touch him. If, he, if I could have been there with him, he might have been still alive to this day. Please, 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 please support my program. Invite other people to listen to what I'm saying. And even if they become your enemy, deal with it. Okay, now. Post Office Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Or may I suggest that you take your iPhone or whatever it is and go to fhu.com, Foundation of Human Understanding and when you click on that, my picture shows up and press the button that says seven minute meditation. Boop! It's on. And sit down, listen to it for seven minutes. There is no religious words in it. But never the, only the journey, only the way so you can turn back to God as your Father, not to the world. 800-877-3227 Business Days West Coast Time